Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Adela Marcy Unplugged. I'm your host with the most as always, Adela Marcy, and today I am glad to have my friend Jody. I'm not even going to... Uh, Ardito? Or Ardo, how do you say your surname? Oh yeah, you got it. You got it. It was Sweet. perfect, Ardito. Ardito. Yeah, screw everyone that got that wrong. <laughs> Three people tell me it was said differently. Anyway, Jody Ardito is here today and she is... Um, you know, guys, go check out her stuff at wizardsofwebinars.com. As always, we're sponsored by purelyhosting.com forward slash Adel. Go there, get your site built. Uh, Adelmarcy.com, which is my own stuff, and a new site that we're launching, playerswithmoney.com, which will be going live September 15th, which should be able to actually go live. That's my newsletter that I'll be bringing out. And wizardofwebinars.com, where you guys can go check out Jody's kick-ass stuff. Get in touch with her. Stalk, don't stalk her. Like, digitally stalk her. Don't stalk her in the weird way. Digitally stalk her in the way that gets you like good information. I just realized how fucked up that sounds the moment it came out of my mouth, but you guys know what I mean. That's what she said. Um, you know, I love that you actually caught that. I caught it. So I catch it mostly because I'm usually the one doing kind of shit. So first of all, um, thank you. You corrected yourself the second time. So it's actually wizardofwebinars.com. So wizard is singular and webinars is plural. And I should have just bought all of the domains so that there would be no confusion and then redirected them to one site. But, you know, who cares? There's still time. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I know. Well, now that everybody knows what I'm up to, there's probably like, you know, 12 people that have digitally stalked me since you started playing this or whatever, since you recorded this. And they've already bought them up. So... (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, here's the thing. I'm probably like one of the six that did. You know, six of them belong to me. Yeah, great. Perfect. So, yeah, cool. Thanks for having me. Great intro, by the way. I appreciate being on your show. I'm glad that you're here. All right, so just a quick heads up on Jody. Tell us about yourself because I seriously have done like very little research on you except for the fact we've spoken a handful of times on Facebook and it was Crystal Wells who is a fucking badass legend. Um, was like, oh yeah, by the way, Jody, you should totally get her on your show. I'm like, Jody, do you want to be on my show? This is literally how this came about. Yeah, I love Crystal. Um, yeah, <laughs> there are some awesome things that. So Crystal and I met at Traffic and Conversion. Why am I telling this story? I'm just going to make it quick. We met at Traffic and Conversion. She was awesome. We actually met through Dan Meredith mm-hmm. and then met in person at Traffic and Conversion. And then we were just at an event in Arizona where she gave me some keto shit. Like, I didn't know you're not supposed to double that with uh, Red Bull vodka. <laughs> and plus, I'd had coffee all day. So I was literally like spinning. Like, I felt like I was on some kind of trippy drug. So whenever I say Crystal gave me free drugs, that's what I mean. Her keto stuff, the stuff you put in water, it's crazy. And then she got me to like lay down on this bed thing and they were putting like peppermint oil in my belly button. It was pretty incredible. But I love Crystal. She's outstanding and she's doing awesome things. So yeah, she's she's an awesome lady. I'm glad she she suggested that I come on the show and, you know, ruin your reputation. There's been like six times I could have said phrasing there. (laughs) Oh my god damn it. (laughs) So I'm going to let you guys pick those out and have fun with them. Mention them in the comments down below. So how did you get started in writing copy? Because I know that you do direct response as well, which is brilliant. Um, How did you get started in it? Like what was the get-go? Because I remember sort of seeing your name around and then one day it was everywhere. So 
I, I don't know about you. Is it just me or like are all stories about copywriters like rise to fame super boring? So I don't know, like, because I don't think my I, well, I think my super boring, but I got told it's kind of amazing. So I don't know. I think we just get really good at recrafting it. But I think ultimately they're like super boring in the beginning. So I'm going to see if I can spice things up a little bit. I can't promise I'll be able to keep it clean, but I'll do my best. Okay. Oh, keep it dirty. We like dirty. It's fine. <laughs> so there's, there's two puns in there, the, the spicing things up and the keeping it clean. So I actually had my first legit run as a business owner back in 2010. And, uh, oh, by the way, I was listening to a podcast interview that I was on and I was actually being interviewed and I said that it was back in 2007. So just for the record, I'm correcting that right here, right now. So in 2007, that's when I first got started in, in business. And that's when I really first started like doing my own marketing and advertising for my own business. Um, so yeah, so I, started planning that business in 2007. I'd written out my business plan on a napkin, but I lost it. And the busboy at Denny's said he had no idea. He had no part in the disappearance of the napkin. So fast forward to 2010, I started a cleaning business. And uh, I learned the art of not copying shit when I started that cleaning business. So what I did is I was like, I would look at the competition and what the competition was doing, but I refused to do anything that they were doing. I was like, whatever they're doing, I'm going to do something completely different. I want to stand out and I want people to look at my business and go, what the hell is this? And so I had massive success with that business. Um, in 2010, I launched within six months. I was already made, I was bringing in, you know, I was bringing in some really great money. I had 14 employees. I couldn't hire people fast enough and train people fast enough. And then, um, what I did is I launched a side business, like a second business called meal maids. So right. I was, well, do you have a question about that? I, don't know. I was just, I was like, all right, cool. That sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's the spicing things up part. Like I decided I was not clearly not busy enough. So I'm going to launch a second business, right? So I launched this business three days a week and I was doing organic traffic using Facebook groups. And I woke up one morning, I'm laying in bed and I decided I, I'd had this dream and I decided I was going to make the dream a reality. So I launched this special promo and I sold over a thousand dollars in gift cards in one Facebook group post in like 22 minutes, not kidding. And my first customer, by the way, for meal maids was Ben Settle. No way. I swear to God. So he is my very first customer. Um, we were, by the way, he was also my customer for my cleaning company too. So we were going and cleaning his house. And now, uh, before I even launched meal maids, he caught wind of it. I think he was in Vegas for like an oceans four event. And he messaged me on Facebook. He's like, I heard about your thing. And like, when can I start? I didn't even have a business license yet. I was like, okay, we'll just start as soon as possible. So he was my very first customer before it was even like a legit thing. So yeah, I got lucky. <laughs> I got lucky because um, I was cleaning his house and I was now preparing his meals and we became friends. And 
then we became more than friends. So I guess I got lucky in multiple ways. Ah, nice. <laughs> Which, by the way, did not bode well with a few women that were higher up in the copywriting food chain. Really? So, oh yeah, it did not bode well. So we started dating, and then like a few months into dating, I was uh, I'd finally asked him like, what What is it that you even do? Like, what do you do in that room like all day long? And then you just come out and you don't do shit. You just hang out with your dog and you like go to the beach and stuff. And he told me, you know, he's a copywriter. He tried to explain it to me. And he said he's like an email marketing copywriter. So he sells a newsletter. And then he he's super helpful, right? He's like, you can use this for your business. So I started learning from him and I got pretty good pretty fast. I remember for my meal maids business, one of my subject lines for an email was like, why Uncle Ben is blacklisted forever. You know, that was like one of my subject lines. Nice. And it was like, I didn't even realize the like whole blacklisted and Uncle Ben and like Uncle Ben is black on this box of rice. And I was like, oh shit, like I hope people don't think that's racist. But it really wasn't like racist. I just have this thing against like minute rice. It's like the worst thing ever. Yeah. So anyway, he, he taught me copywriting and he's like, I'm going to take you on as my apprentice. I'm going to teach you the ways of wise one, you know, whatever. But anyway, so back to this, not boating well with these copywriters higher up on the food chain. I remember reading something on Facebook and I was friends with this chick and she tagged all these women and she was supposedly friends with me. But she was alluding to the accusation that I was sleeping my way to the top. Oh, that bitch. No, no, not not that bitch. So first of all, if I just have to say this. Like, email marketing is awesome. But first of all, if email marketing success is the top, I'm already disappointed. Yeah. Like, that's that's first and foremost. Second, these women clearly, like, overestimate my sexual prowess because I was told over text even recently that I'm a horrible flirt. So that like that's they a compliment. That's a compliment, by the way. <laughs> Just an FYI to the women that get text, you're a horrible flirt. That's usually a guy goading you into flirting with him and more importantly, just an FYI, it's also to do with I'm a horrible flirt, meaning uh yeah, you say shit that's really flirty and you don't realize. Well, I took it literally. So I was like, what? And then I blocked him. Oops. Maybe I should unblock him. Sometimes if you unblock people on your phone, you get like all the texts that they sent you Yeah. when they're like having their crazy moments, you know, and then you get to read them going crazy. That's so always anyway, entertaining. <laughs> what was that? That's always entertaining. <laughs> I've only done it like unblocked somebody like once or twice. You see him like spiraling. They're like, are you still there? Why are you not responding? You bitch. <laughs> I've never really understood this. Just complete side note, by the way. For, the, for just, I, I'm curious about this. What goes through a guy's mind when they text women really abusive shit like, "You bitch, I hate you. I'm gonna do this." By the way, please text me back. I'm like, hold on, you just <laughs> abused someone so badly. Yes, now they're obviously going to sleep with you. This is this is the way it's gonna be. It's like abuse them and then they'll want you. I've never you know, understood this. They yeah, and usually it's like a cycle too like it'll be like i hate your fucking guts and then like you suck and then they're like really i just i love you so much i said that because i love you <laughs> and you're the best and you're amazing and then back to like i hate you again <laughs> fine fuck off <laughs> but you know i 
you know, that was that was when I was like 14, you know, so that was like my first boyfriend. Yeah. It wasn't text. It was like prank calls to your answering machine. And letters because, you know, <laughs> it was back in the days before yeah. technology was invented, ladies and gentlemen, uh, they were sending letters and pigeons to each other. That's how they flirted back then. I'm going to get murdered as soon as I get off this phone call, but yeah, keep on the line. So yeah, I wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend, so it was really bad when those letters were being exchanged at church. You know, it's like you can't you can't like slip a girl a letter that has the f word all over it or the b word on it and like get away with it. You know, God sees that shit. He's he's gonna you know it's not cool. He's not gonna like that. Yeah, exactly. Lay the smack down on your candy ass. He knows what he's doing. All right, so going back to this, so you, you're rising up to the top, and you've got, like, someone alluding so, to this post. Yeah, so, like, this chick's, like, alluding to this post, and, I, you know, it's like, so, oh, I was going to say, so, like, the other thing about this is, like, I was going to say I'd need, like, a whole, like, if that was true, that I was sleeping my way to the top, I'd need, like, a whole next level kind of, like, mindset coach for that. So I wanted to throw this out there. If anybody listening or like you, Adele, if you know any like hot mindset coaches that have quote unquote arrived, go ahead and share this interview with them. Like they can digitally stalk me, like you said, like I'm, I'm, you know, single. So <laughs> I'm just teasing. Okay, no Wait, case. why are we even here? We're we're talking about copywriting, right? Marketing, sales, copywriting. This podcast has kind of like devolved into everything. <laughs> I I re- I think my listeners clearly know this is all about having fun. Like, shut up and get to the hot bits, Adol. Like, it's uh, whatever. It's, it's no, no, no. People love gossip too. They love the juicy yeah. gossip. They're oh, like, what's that up to these days? Like, I know that like. She slept her way to the top, and then she got out of bed, and like, what's she doing now? Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So let me uh, let me tell you this. So during my apprenticeship with Ben Settle, I it didn't last long, by the way. He, I, judging by who he is and like how he like mentors people, I would determine that he was a Leo. But I don't I don't really know what astrological sign he is. But he was very lion like. What's his birthday? So what's I, his birthday? Do you remember? I don't. I don't really remember. I think it's July. Yeah, that's around Leo time. Yeah, I think he's early July, but maybe his mom had him early. That would explain a lot. Okay, so during my apprenticeship with him, though, I had to be really sneaky. Okay, so I, I had to be sneaky because I was given this, like, super targeted, like, study guide. Like, I'm allowed to study these people. And he had such good advice to me I totally agree still to this day like when people come to me and ask me for advice I can't help but like admit that he was right about all of that like Gary Bensavanga Gary Halbert uh, you know Matt Fury like all these people who are just amazing marketers uh, Pete Godfrey like these guys are awesome Mm -hmm. and he is totally right but when I say I had to be sneaky there's There's this whole other side. So I was being sucked into a whole different type of marketing that I wasn't being taught by Ben. And that was webinars. So like, you know how you're on Facebook and you're scrolling and you see these little ads come up for like, join this free training or join, register for my free webinar or whatever. So I was literally like sneaking around attending webinars constantly like at least a few times a week I'd sit in on these webinars that had nothing to do with me 
Uh, and quite honestly, like, I don't even know how I was targeted for some. Like, it was crazy, like, how to make wax candles. I'm like, I don't want to know how to make I'm not, I don't have a crafting bone in my body. But I'd still sit in on these webinars because I really enjoy, like, the psychology of selling. And I love watching different ways of how people do that. So I was attending webinars quite often. And I loved it. So... Um, so I'd watch them, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd study the good, the bad and the ugly of these. Um, I tried a few myself, actually. I sucked at webinars. Like when I, I was like, Oh, I'm going to have a webinar. I think it was Diane Hawkman who sucked me into doing my first webinar for an event I was hosting. It was a biz and bruise event. Uh And she's like, Jody, just have a webinar. And she showed, you know, she's like, I'll show you how to do it. It's all good. So we get on this first webinar, and I'm an idiot, a complete idiot. I don't know what to do. It's like a Google Hangout webinar. Even now, like, you can see all these on the Biz and Brews YouTube channel. They were ridiculous. Like, I half the time, I didn't even know what to say. Uh, I was, whatever. It was horrible. So, But I still was obsessed with webinars. So what I did is I just started buying multiple online, like, webinar courses, And I became obsessed with learning every single thing I could about these webinar courses. And, you know, they're all different. They they all have similarities, but they're all a little bit unique. Okay. Okay. So that's when I was like, you know what? So I haven't told you this, Adele, and I haven't told many people this, but um, I launched. So when I launched Wizard of Webinars, Ben, you know, a few months back, one of the pieces of the do you want me to pause this or do you want me to keep going? No, no, no. Don't pause it. Keep going. This is good stuff. All right, cool. So, so like one of the last pieces of advice he gave me, which I still to this day, I'm like, this is this is my target objective. He's like, Jody, why are you going to craft webinars with other people's webinar systems? And I think that that's, that's a good thing. But he also had a good point. He said, you need to create your own webinar system. And so I started writing down all the things I hate about webinars, even though I love them and I'm obsessed with them. And I think people can, people who are, especially people who are already selling something successfully. You, if you're not doing a webinar, a webinar would be awesome as like a new way of collecting leads and a new way of selling your shit. It's amazing. If you haven't tried it, find a way to connect with me because there's a way to do it successfully, even if you just want to try it out. Like it's so anyway, back to what I was saying, it, he gave me this piece of advice and he goes, create your own unique webinar system. So that's what I've been working on. And I'm testing it using like my very first test for my own system is going to be this week. So I'm going to host these weekly webinars where I demonstrate my system, which is actually called microwebinar.com. Um, it's a microwebinar. It's basically webinars for the ADHD. I, one of the things I hate about webinars, you sign up for the hour, and then you get on, and it takes an hour and a half to two hours. It's total BS. And you're sitting there, and by the end of it, you're pissed because you sat through all this bullshit. And when you look back, you can go, why couldn't they have just said this in like 20 minutes? Right? And it's... You know, it's because people are buying into the bullshit that you have to take two hours to spit it out. You don't. It's the same it's, with it's the same with sales letters. It, this is my biggest shit that I have problems with. 
You're totally right. I totally agree with you. Like I have, um, not to sound weird, but like I've uh, one of the things that I do is I create funnels for people, right? Mm-hmm. And now, uh, without putting anyone else down out there, ah, fuck it, I don't care. Everyone knows anyway. Um, <laughs> like this is not egotistical. I mean, I've been writing for fucking ages. There's literally only two dudes I can count that know more about funnels than me. Ken Foodie, Perry Belgia. That's awesome. I actually partnered with somebody who's doing funnels really, really well, but, um, but even his like funnel stuff is very limited to like one method yeah. and one thing. And so, yeah, I completely agree with you. It's, I think what's happening and, and I know you'll recognize this cause Ben says it a lot. It's like market incest. People are always looking around and going, Ooh, what's that guy doing? Ooh, what's that chick yep. doing? I'm going to do that. Oh, shit, I did it wrong. Now I need to go fix it and make it look like that person's. Yeah. And what yeah. happens is you're like, everybody's shit looks the same, and it's all autonomous, and, like, nobody's standing out. Nobody's being, you know, it's it's garbage. It's like, why? Okay, anyway, yeah. let's get back to the whole webinar <laughs> stuff. Yes, let's jump back so to that. So let's talk about the word webinar, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for um, it. I, so here's the thing. Webinar, I seriously get people that are marketing their businesses online that are like, what the fuck is a webinar? I'm not even joking. Like people, seriously? when you use the word webinar, you have to go into this understanding that a large portion of the market doesn't even know what a webinar is, and that's okay. So I want to just define what a webinar is. Is that okay? Yeah, by all means, dude. Just go okay, for it. Okay, cool. So a webinar is a seminar conducted over the internet. Yeah. So you don't want to. You can call it a seminar. You can call it a free training, an online meetup, a hangout. You know, a roundtable. Even who cares? But you have to be creative. People don't fucking know what a webinar is. So you, when you're marketing to your market, people listening to this interview, do not call it a webinar because chances are that the guy that's like powerlifting weights and he wants to get fit, like more fit and like compete in competitions and you're going to host a webinar, he's not going to know what the hell that thing means. So you have to speak in terms of what your market will resonate with or understand or interpret wisely. Okay, so if it's like a hangout or a discussion or a training, whatever, you need to find out what your market like translates that word to and use that instead of webinar. Mm -hmm. And okay, cool. So we're over that, right? Yeah, you get pretty that? Awesome. Yeah, okay. Definitely got that. Okay. So the other thing that people ask me quite frequently is like, can I use a webinar? Like I'm like, can I have a webinar? Like, do you think it would work for my business model? And um, I always say yes, like in most cases, in just about any case, you can reach your target market using a webinar. Um, so what I always like to tell people is like if you have a blog or you write articles or even if you have a sales page, like everything there, the, anything loaded with content or value, that can, be, that can be shifted over and additionally launched as a webinar as well. And uh, so the question is, like, should you do a webinar? Should you host a webinar? Fuck yeah. Like, everybody should try it, I think. I think that you should definitely try selling your products or your services by a webinar for a couple of reasons. 
One, you'll learn a lot. Two, you'll hate the sound of your own voice. <laughs> like, you know, do you ever listen to like something you've recorded and you're like, oh my gosh, I sound like an idiot. I used okay. to. I used to feel like that. I don't have that anymore. Yeah, I, I'm losing that like that judgment of myself. But, gradually. Well, the thing is, you got to realize, I used to be a voice actor as well, so I kind of have to love my voice. Though okay, I, I first did, of all, I didn't love my that's voice not even me. fair. I know. It's not even fair. Shut the fuck up right now, because you have the accent going for you, yeah. which immediately makes you amazing. Thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, like, I can totally change it to an uh, Irish accent whenever I feel like, so it's brilliant. Ooh, give me an example. Well, I mean, I have Jackson's actually. Hold on, I've got to do it right. Hold on. <laughs> i got to sit up to do this. Okay. Oh, I'm going to say the one word Americans seem to hate. I apologize, but it's I'm British, so I don't give a fuck. Do it. Do like, it. It's like, Jody, don't you know that he's a fucking cunt? And just, like, that's all they do. They just talk about their cunts all day. This is how you do a webinar. It's annoying. Just get the fuck out of here and sell the damn thing. Mm, I mean, I think you you have a little bit of work. Oh no, I it's mean, definitely just a thing. Thank that you. But I never would have un I never would have like thought that you were British. So that's that's awesome. Good job, and you do a much better job than I would when I try to pretend I'm Irish. Oh, uh, no, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. This is the show. No, it, what what should I say? I mean, I don't even know what to say. Like, hello, my name is Jody. Oh man, I can't do it like you. You're you were a voice actor. It's not fair. I have to do it first of all. I have to have a couple shots in me. I and I, I was have a not voice actor for like two years as a teenager, and that's it. Get your bloody hands off me, beer. There, that's the best I can do. You sound honestly. You sound West Country English. <laughs> exactly. It's horrible, and sometimes it even sounds a little Asian, right? <laughs> like it's. It's crazy. Like, am I Australian Asian? Is there like a cross there? I don't, it's nuts. I should not be allowed to do accents. <laughs> anyway, I'll never be a successful voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's just the shit. And it's true. Like, a lot of people like bitch and moan about the fact that they've got like, um, that they hate their own voice. And by the way, just a quick side note for anyone that does hate their own voice, because I used to. Uh, one of the best things they can do is. Just get good at like asking other people their opinion on your voice, like what voice works best for you. Because um, I wouldn't say I've mastered my voice, but and I'm not. I don't know if I should. Ah, fuck it. I'll tell you guys. It's fun. Um, but as a guy, one of the key things that you want to do, and Jody, feel free to chime in, that you can totally do on a date is master what is essentially known as the sexy voice. I was just going to totally say something to that effect. Like whenever I ask people about my voice. They send me links to like porn stars, you know, like this is who you sell. I'm like, no, that's not what I was asking. Wait, what, that your normal voice or your sexy voice? My sexy voice. It's not, it's like over the top. Like, do you like that? You oh like my, that? Oh like, my God. Seriously, that's like, a, yeah, I can see it. And I can also see it being, um, there's a few comedians I know that have, that do that voice as well. Uh, Eliza Schlesinger does that voice. I love her. She is hilarious. I love her. She oh is... my gosh, she's my all-time favorite comedian. Uh, she's one of my favorites. She's not my all-time favorite. My all-time favorite is uh, a tie between George Carlin and uh, Richard Pryor. It's it's oh, like a yeah. re I I'm old school, so I, I like that shit. But yeah, what... they're funny too. But Eliza, she the thing I love about her is her, her she's funny without being vulgar. 
And so, like, to me, in my book, anybody who can be funny without the vulgarity, which is not me, clearly, but anybody who can be funny without the vulgarity, like, that's a truly funny person. That's cool. So she she gets my vote for sure, number one. Um, yeah, so where were we? Like, We were talking were we? about, like, voices and how you can basically use your voice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, so let's see. Should you do – so what – I was saying is like, what will happen if you try a webinar? So you'll learn a lot. You'll hate the sound of your own voice. Um, one other thing, you'll know where you fucked your shit up. Like you'll know, like you'll at the end of the webinar, remember how I said, like I did a webinar and it sucked. I knew exactly what I did wrong. I knew where people started falling off the webinar. I knew like when it got awkward and there the transitions were wrong, like you will know where you need to focus your efforts on improvement. So it's very like cut and dry with a webinar. Unlike yeah. a sales page, right? Like a sales page, you're like, what should I split test? Like, what should I do? Um, what should I change first? Like, how can I optimize this or how can I make it better? You, it's just constantly like manipulating one thing here or one thing there. Like people are always like, oh, I'll change the headline. Like, you know, that can screw everything up. So with a webinar, it's different. Like, you know where you're messing up. If people aren't opting in, then you know, like, you got to change your ad or you got to, like, change your headline or your title or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, I agree oh. with that. But then again, with the sales letter, if you write it wrong, that's your fault because you didn't download my goddamn guide. <laughs> you asshat of a human being. Go do that. Yeah. So once you know, like, You've done your webinar, you've tried it out, you know where you fucked your shit up and you hate the sound of your own voice. You can call me and I can fix it faster than you can, probably. And here's how, like, usually I'll get people that are like, Jody, look at my webinar and see where I'm screwed up here. Like, what? Can, how can I fix this fast? Um, I know this is bad. This is, like, totally anti-Ben Settle, but I do love helping people. So anybody that shoots me a message on Facebook, like, I will totally be happy to look over your webinar and give it a one-time glance. And usually I can look if you send it to me in, like, a Word document. Don't send me the webinar recording. I'm not going to sit through that for everybody. But if you send it to me in text, I can quickly read through it and see what you need to do to, to make it a little better. So I'll do that for, for people, you know, let's just say like the first 10 people sound good. Yeah. So like the first 10 people that message me, like I'll, I'll go ahead and look over your webinar script and give you some feedback on it. That's, that's cool. I like that. So we'll definitely look into that now kind of jumping away from this for a moment because yeah. I realized that we're down to like, we're coming up to the time I'm going to ask you my favorite question in the whole wide world. Yeah. Um, so just jumping into the comedy realm here for a second, because I'm really curious about this kind of stuff. Because you said you really like Eliza Schlesinger, and Eliza is fucking hilarious. Whole... <laughs> I love her, like, dolphin thing that she does. Oh, the whole, she... the whole sheep thing for gals when she's done, like, the whole... So we can go shopping? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> fucking love her. You want to have a girl's night? Just us girls, no boys. <laughs> oh, my, oh my yeah. God. Do not even get me started on this, because there was a girl <laughs> that I was seeing... Um, there was this girl that I, that I was seeing at once, and she was she loved... Eliza and just the back and forth report like most of our message would end with an Eliza Schlesinger joke or one of the other comedians that we know but um my favorite bit has to be it's like hiking I love hiking marry me that was literally the way I asked her out I'm not kidding oh, she said that is 
so incredible. That is so incredible. Because <laughs> um, I was like, oh, who's your favorite comedian? She's like, oh, like, I don't know if you know her, but it's a comedian called Eliza Schlesinger. I was like, Eliza, Sch- Eliza Schlesinger, you love her? I love her. Marry me. And then she was like, uh, all right, cool. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. That's so, awesome. <laughs> that's how so, I got her out on the date. <clears throat> so back to the beginning of our discussion where I said, like, when I first started my business, I like looked at what other people were doing. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. So I love Eliza Schlesinger, but I like, like, um, I feel like there are friends that I know that I can really make fun of like next level, even better than Eliza. Mm-hmm. And they start with, like, look at your circle of friends, like, especially the ones who are vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, everything-free. Like, I don't even know how these people survive. You could, like, blow on them and they would fly away. Um, But those are the people, like, why are they even at Denny's? This is my second Denny's reference. I, I went to Denny's once with these girls, and... This was one of the very last times I ever hung out with them. Like, these are the kind of girls that go to bars and drink water. Like, the bar is taking a loss on these chicks. Like, they don't drink alcohol. They don't, they're, I don't even know. Why are they even at the bar? To pick like, up anyway. Or guys, I don't know. <laughs> pick, no, they're just, like, there to, like, dance. Like, use the, you know, whatever. But anyway, we went to Denny's once, and they ordered all this food but it's like we're at Denny's right and they're ordering their food like can I get the nachos but without the bacon and like with do you have any other type of vegetables that you could put on there instead of the cheese and anyways so like I've been out with people you know at like the Applebee's and I'll be impersonating these chicks that I know and the server will just be like dying laughing. It's totally obvious that I'm being sarcastic. By you the should way. totally do this on stage. I'm actually on stage this weekend, by the way. I'm going back on stage again. It's been four years since I've done a stand up show, but I've got one coming up on Saturday. Um, that, should... That's amazing. Where? So, where is it? Oh, it's in London. I, I live in the UK, so you can't come. Well, I... I'll, I'll record it and I'll send you a link. How about that? Well, I'm actually on a plane right now on my way to see you. So Yay. I, happy day. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, hope's <laughs> no, ruined, is, woman. is it going to be recorded? Or are you going to be sharing it? I'm going to record it. Uh, I'll share it with a few people because it depends how, how well I do. Because, again, you got to realize I've not done stand up in so long. The moment I get on stage, I'm going to be bricking it. Like it's my first time again. So, oh, man. Like, you are so lucky. You know that's one of my bucket list items, right? Like I what, will yeah. do stand up someday. Why, where do you live right now? I live in California, this little beach town called Dana Point. It's perfectly I, I, old here. I know where Dana Point is. You well, do? Yeah. A few of my friends like traveled down that way like years ago, and they told me about it. So they're like, yeah, it's hmm. quite nice. Here's what you do, though. Get your butt to San Diego or get your butt to L.A. and just go to a comedy club. They do open mics there all the time. It's like, no pressure. You can go on stage, talk the shit, completely dive bomb, see what happens. Go do that. That's that's exactly what I want to do. I totally want to dive bomb. I don't even give a shit. I'm just like, I just want to get it out of my system, you know? And then I know it's kind of like my webinars. I have to go fuck it up and then I'll know where I went wrong and what to do right and where to focus my effort. So, hey, we just went full circle and it was totally organic. For sure. Oh my God. Anyway, oh man, I love doing Valley Girl accents. They're the best. <laughs> or like, oh my god, it's just like you know, it's just brilliant, and I love doing it this way. 
I have a friend that sounds like that. I literally, the first time I met him, um, I was like, oh my God, you are, you sound like that. For real. Please tell me you're doing voice. like, what voice are you talking about? So I started doing it to him. He goes, how do you do that? How do you get my voice so right? I'm like, I, we're best friends now, by the way. We're going out. I know I live in like, because I live in London. I live in Soho, which is like uh, the most sexually open neighborhood in London, which also happens to be the most gayest neighborhood in London. Um, mm-hmm. I'm straight, which makes. I it thought so that's cool. what sexually open meant. Gay is that not what sexually open means? Uh, no, I'm just usually, kidding. I'm just you know, teasing. Uh, I was but, I was suppressed as a child, so I don't know a lot of this stuff. Yeah, just because let my way that. to the top in email marketing doesn't mean anything. Yeah, email marketing. That's that's where all the money is. Oh man. You have to specify. It's let my way to the top in email marketing. I have a lot of like, you know, other niches to to climb. So. <laughs> So if you're a hot look, if you're a hot guy looking for a hot woman uh, in a different marketplace that isn't email marketing, let me know. I will find my way to the top. Yes. <laughs> and you have to have a California king size bed because I like to do somersaults and stuff. I don't know if that's a sexual reference or the fact because you're like I'm gonna do a handstand before I get on this call. I really don't I know. know, guys. Like I apologize for this. I really don't know. I wish I had empirical evidence on this. <laughs> I think it's just like if I drink too much coffee, I just turn into like this crazy circus person. That's just you in general. Coffee just seems to release the demon. Like, yeah, coffee, Red Bull, and Crystal's Keto water. Seriously, I'm so glad you said Crystal's Keto water because if you hadn't and were like, Crystal and Crystal, I'm like, dude, you can't say that you're doing drugs on air. Okay, you can, but I've got to bleep it out now. Thank you. Yeah, no, I don't. I've, I don't dabble in that shit. But keto water for sure, and coffee and Red Bull. Yeah, something I've actually so, always wondered about, like comedians, is how the fuck do we get? Do they get so fucked up? Like, you know, I'm gonna smoke some weed. All right, cool. You do weed. I'm gonna go do some heroin. I was like, how do you make the jump? You know that's so, bad for you. You weirdo. So I know we only have a few minutes, but I'm gonna say this real quick, like. I moved to California like a month and a half ago, and I came from Oregon where marijuana is now legal, and they just legalized edibles, and I may or may not may not have had an edible. I had an edible, okay? I, I had an edible, and I'm telling you, my comedy was like next level. Like yeah. I was calling, I called somebody and had him in stitches for 40 minutes, it was crazy. I think comedians like tap into like people who are already like drawn to making people laugh like you and I. We like when we do shit like an edible, it just takes you to that higher level. And so then you're like, man, now I just need another edible to be funny. Or like now I just, you know, whatever else other stuff they do, I don't know. But like I think that then they become kind of like dependent on that. And then it's like, now I got to have more and more and more. So then they get, you know, that's my guess. Fair enough. Cool. So this brings us like perfectly to the time where I get to ask you my favorite question, which is um, not, will you go out with me? That's my other favorite question, but really. (laughs) You're already getting married to that girl who likes to hike. So. Yeah, but I'm not with her. Like we went out for a date and that was it. Well, if you lived in Oregon, that would mean you guys were getting married. Really? Shit, I'm glad that didn't happen. Um, What's your question? So the question is pretty much, it's my favorite one for the show, is uh, if you had to give three pieces of advice to um, people who are either struggling with their business, they're either like, uh, as in they're struggling to be profitable, make any money, 
they've made money, but they don't know how to take it to the next level, and the people that want to scale it. What three pieces of advice would you give them? Could be generic, could be overall, could be specific to one group each. Your call. Oh, gosh. I can't do three. I have, I have seven. All right, go for I it. Have, but I'll, I'll be fast. People always say study your market. That's my number one piece of advice. Study your market. I said it earlier, like don't use the word webinar. The same thing applies in every area of everything you do. Every aspect of your marketing needs to resonate with what they say, what they do, what they want, what they hate. Learn your market. So study your market. Talk in their language, not yours for God's sake. Like don't don't use internet marketing jargon. Um, be you, be entertaining, um, be entertaining. Don't be boring as fuck. People hate that. They will tune out. Um, if you're going to do a webinar, this is my biggest piece of advice. Do it live like 10 to 20 times because every time you do it, not only are you going to get better, but you're going to be able to handle objections that come in the form of Q and a at the end. And you'll be able to put those into your webinar early on. So then those questions as they cease to come up, that's when you know that your webinar is ready to be put on autopilot. So do it live. And last but not least, ask for help. Don't forget to always ask for help. Um, I have a Facebook group, Wizard of Webinars. <clears throat> you can always go in there and join the club. I have awesome people in there that are highly successful, that are ready to answer questions. I'm there to answer questions, offer my insight and help to you. I also have a toll-free 844 for webinar so that's a phone number you can call me anytime and ask questions 844 for webinar and then my website you can always find me on there too sweet so Joey's yeah. just basically giving you every way to stalk her mr hot man that she wants to hook up with yes hot uh, mindset coach that's going to get me to the next level of flirtation pretty much that, that's <laughs> that that's the way that it works right now jody's just like sup motherfucker that's what we do i can't believe I can't believe we did all of this in like so many tangential conversations and we got it all done in like less than an hour. But well, hey, I want to hear your three. Like what are your three like, like biggest advice to people? Can we like, end there? Yeah, of course like, you can. You're I the first you person to ask me. You're the first person to let me answer that question on my own show because you're like, all right, cool, whatever. All right, so well, I three... love learning, so spill the beans, mister. All right, so let's see. The three that I would give. So the first one would be, I'm going to do one for each person. So if you're struggling to like even get started in ship, my first piece of advice would be like find something that you really like. Not love. Fuck your passions. Don't f follow them, but don't make them your business. I'm going to tell you that right now. People can get mad at me all they want. You will eventually, I, end, you'll, you end up, you'll end up hating your passions. Trust me, totally. I've been there. So, oh, I love doing this. I started hating doing that thing, which I'm not going to talk mm -hmm. about, but still. Um, main reason it's a brilliant idea, just don't want to do it anymore. Um, mm -hmm. For now, at least. But I'd say go find something you like that you can be engaged in, but you're not completely in love with. Um, and turn, like, you know, understand that, read five books on the subject, and start l applying that kind of methodology to yourself until you get a result. Once you have a personal result, then go to market and teach other people, help one or two friends initially. Um, and then start building like one product out, like one way to help the market and then start basically building out because that's a great way to start. It's slow, but you'll get there. If you already have all this accomplished, move on to step two, which is, you know, for the people that have money, uh, can apply for people that don't have money as well, that have money that want to take it up to the next level where they're more consistent. Um, that's basically down to like service. Like honestly, at that point, I just look at it and go, right, study what you're doing, 
go to mint.com, sign up for a mint account, find out where your money's going every single month because trust me, it just evaporates if you don't keep an eye on it. Um, mm -hmm. Have that shit going, but also start understanding your market, start interacting with your market, do webinars. Honestly, it's one of the best things that you can do. Um, I don't do them as much anymore. But when I did do webinars, because I will be doing something with them quite soon, I love um, having conversations with people. And for the love of God, do not do the annoying thing. If you hire someone, don't micromanage them, because they will bitch slap you or kill you. I don't know which one it's going to be, but it's going to be one or the other. Um, mm -hmm. This massively helps out. And also save money. That's like another thing. A lot of people don't tell you this, but put money aside for a rainy day. Because you, as if you're working for yourself as your own business, things could be all like gravy and stuff for one month or like ten months or a year, and then I don't know your health deteriorates. Uh, someone that you really care about does something, you get bored, you try a new venture. Save money aside for about six months of your rent and living expenses, also known as the untouchable money, or as John Carlton calls it, the fuck you fund, um, or screw you money as he calls it. But I like to call it the fuck you fund. Uh, that is essentially where you just keep money. And no one can really control you um, and tell you what to do because you have that money there. Third piece of advice uh, to people that are looking to scale their business, start investing in, um, you don't need a coach per se, but start investing in better people that know what they're doing and step away from it. Like for instance, if you think, okay, cool, my business is doing uh, whatever amount, an arbitrary number of say $150,000 a year, uh, it's paying all my bills, I've got like my team covered for, I'm living quite happily over here doing what I need to do. Um, I, you know, I want to see if we can up our conversion rates. Don't go to Joe Schmo down the road that's going to say, "Hey, five hundred bucks, and I'll uh, I'll do your funnel for you." Look for someone that you can a uh, hire that's good at what they're doing, and b this is the most important part that very few sales uh, sales copywriters and um, people that offer these services really tell you about. We love people that barter. Don't barter for free, but barter for service. Like, namely, meaning like, don't say, "Hey, if you do a good job here, I'll recommend you to ten of my friends." We, that's bullshit. What you want to do is barter on the long lines of, "Listen, I don't have fifteen thousand dollars to hire you, Adil. Um, what I do have is five. Can we do something at five, and I can give you a percentage on the sales that come in?" I'll take that. I'm not going to say no, or I might try and push you to go to seven. But it's all about understanding the bartering process. So, like, step one. Uh, you know, study your market, get good at it, give, give stuff out to them. Step two, build your business um, and start hiring people that actually can scale it and actually start taking your time away. Delegate as much as you can in step two. And step three, hire the right people, use bartering skills, but don't be cheap and screw people over because that shit's never going to work. It's going to be chronically horrible for you and come back. There's more than this, but I thought these would be the three easiest pieces of advice I can give someone that's in the marketplace that we're talking to. So, yeah. I love that. That was really well done. And I think you did it faster than I did. No, uh, that's what she said. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, faster than faster than I did. The name of my sex tape. Oh, really. great. That is the name I of my know, sex tape. I, I went to private school for 10 years and I still get shit mixed up, grammatically speaking. That's the name of a Brazilian sex tape, I think. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I still get shit mixed up. For anyone that's not familiar, please don't look up two girls, one cup. Oh my gosh, that is disgusting. I never have and I never want to. I didn't. I, I was just thought, I was in school. I was like 16 or 17 when that shit came out. I was like, no, screw you guys. I am not watching this. I just thought that they were going to be drinking out of the same cup, and I was already grossed out. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> drinking what, though? All right, we're not going to go any further because it's just, yeah, it's just no further. There, there is Disgusting. like a cutoff point on that.
Jody, it's been awesome having you on the show. I hope we can get you back on the show uh, another point as well. Seriously, yeah, that would be great. Maybe uh, maybe when um, microwebinar.com goes live, we'll reconnect. For sure, so Webinar, oh, we'll always be. Webinars for the ADHD. <laughs> the hell, yeah. All right, All guys, right awesome. Go, go check out Jody's stuff, wizardofwebinars.com. Uh, check her stuff out. Follow her on Facebook, Twitter. Um, just reach out to her in any way possible that you can. She's awesome at what she does. As always, guys, go check out more episodes at adelamarcy.com. Um, we got a podcast section. Go check it out. It's all there. I'll see you guys soon. Take care.